My name is Matthew Quichet. I'm from Tallahassee, Florida. Uh-huh. And uh, you're now listening to the Dynasty Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. These guys are terrific, man. So tune in to them whenever you get the chance. I'm out. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, Brodies and Bays? This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. This is where you come for all your fantasy football needs and to chop it up about the latest NFL news. Hey, this is episode... I messed it up for Avo. So, Dynasty Bro Vic, tell them what episode this is. Let's go with uh, 77. <laughs> but <laughs> I think true number 34. We went way further than Avo usually. Avo <laughs> usually stays somewhere between 5 or 10. So, I appreciate the effort you just did. Hey, I am Dynasty Bro Dot here with my co bro. You got Dynasty Bro Vic. What's up, everybody? And as you see, we don't have DJ Avo, but. We have another special episode this week. So we got another guest, and we've been pumping out these guests week to week, Vic. Man, how that feel? Feels good, man. I, people, you know, are starting to, you know, willing to hang out with us. So um, I actually feel good about that. Um, I don't take that for granted. So, yeah, I guess we're uh, doing something right. Yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm not the most likable guy. So when we get guests on, that makes me feel a little bit better about my personal life and acceptance of myself. <laughs> No, this sounds like <laughs> no, this sounds like a lot. So let's just get straight to it, man. Look, we got Mr. Skylar Oyen on. And I know I said that right or wrong. I gave myself both options. But hey, shout out to him on Twitter, Dynasty Skylar. He's doing his thing. He's a dynasty writer and analyst for Gridiron Experts. How you doing today, sir? You all right on this beautiful Sunday? What's well, beautiful here at least? How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. And I actually, I also write for a dynasty draft for my as well. I just don't, for some reason, have that on my Twitter account. There you go. See, it's always somebody that has a deeper resume than what I know. And they're just shitting on my resume a little bit, a little bit more. It's all right, though. It's okay. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. (laughs) That's the goal, man. Yeah, build, build up the resumes is what we're doing. So, uh, welcome to the podcast, man. I'm glad to have you here, me and Vic. We, we're happy Thanks. to have you here. I'm happy to be here. All right, this is awesome. Definitely so, excited. This... It's a new thing for me. I've never done a podcast before, to be honest. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Vic loves <laughs> first. Talk yeah. to you about it and just always uh, let's get into it and then just never have, basically. And then finally you guys asked and I was like, yeah, I'll get on this one. Yeah, yeah, and and it's a good occasion too because uh, we actually got this Pokemon League going on, so that's why we wanted to bring you on. That way, you know, you can help us learn a little bit more about it. Um, I know Dot and I are in the league, but we're looking to fill this league. Um, so yeah, we, we thought it was a great opportunity. So yeah, that's definitely a completely different style of league than anything I've ever been in. And I don't know about you guys. Yeah, nah, when when I found. About it, I was like, "What the fuck?" But I love being in leagues with different rules. This is the first time I've ever been in a theme league. And a white Sam, that's a homie. He's the one that's put both of us on. I was like, "Vic, we both need to try to get in this mug. It'll be different for us. So let's explore some different options as far as dynasty. Let's just get to it, man. We'll get to talk about it. So I'm just glad you came on because you can help us actually talk about it because we probably would have tried to bomb it, making it make sense. I promise we would have. Yeah. Hey, yeah. but go ahead, Skyler. Yeah, it's actually something that I came up with that was not even planned, to be honest with you. Someone, um, I think it was Bobby Kosh on Twitter, made a comment about a Pokemon League at one point, and he's like, it'd be cool if you could have it where it like 
both of your Pokemon from Tyler, they can evolve. And one of uh, friends that I'm in some leagues with was like, yeah, let's do a Pokemon team league this off season. And one night I was just saying, sitting there and I was just like, man, I have all of these ideas and just started writing them out basically. And that's basically 80% of the bylaws is what I wrote up that night, just out of the blue. I don't even know where I came up with them, but <laughs> I was just like. Nice. Okay. That's, that's awesome. What we want to do is we're going to break that down in a second. Like everything. We're going to give you a chance to explain how you, like how you came up with the thoughts, the 80% that's into the bylaws right now, and, and all of that other good stuff. We're going to break down the number, number of teams, the, the like members, all of that stuff. But first, what we usually do when we have a guest on, this is classic, and we have to go through it. We would like to get your resume, your real-life football resume, and your fantasy football resume. So we try to break this down within a good five, six minutes to tops, but... If you're down with that, I'm gonna I'm gonna lead you through it, and we're gonna take these steps to get your resume, man. And I'm pretty sure it's awesome. If not on both sides, I'm sure one side is awesome. So you down with that? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm definitely down with that. All right, Vic. Before we to these resumes, is there anything you want to hit real quick? No, I'm good. <laughs> All right, just making sure, man. I I want I want lose you. I want to jump ahead too much, you know. So just making sure. All right. So I always start with the real life football resume, Skyler. So did you play any football back in the day at all? Actually, it's kind of funny. I played back when I was little, but I was always actually a lot better at running. I actually ran um, cross country and track throughout high school and college. I never really did any playing for football besides, you know, with friends in the backyard and stuff like that. Always loved yeah. watching it, though. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like everybody always dabbles into football with the homies, even if they never really played it in school. It's always fun to link up with friends, get some running on. I feel like that was where I showed my best work is in people's backyards. <sighs> what about you, Vic? Was, was, yeah, was your best work on the real football field or in the backyard with homies, Vic? I'm probably split, man, between backyard oh, and real life man. and Madden and NCAA. So. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started on Madden. Oh, shit. Skyler, are you, are you thumbs up or thumbs down on Madden? Oh, I fucking love Madden. Ooh, I, Vic. All right. all right. Quick question, Skyler. PS4 or uh, Xbox? PS4, Xbox. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Xbox? Uh, yeah. I don't man, think y'all can play each other. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> Sorry. It's cool. Hey, maybe we can cross play on Call of Duty or something then. <laughs> Call of Duty, I actually surprisingly don't have. I swear I'd only ever play Madden if I ever get on Xbox. I need to get Call of Duty, though. Everyone always talks about it. I just have it. Hey, so maybe. I suck at it, but all the friends have it. So I pretty much get dragged on the plan because I like playing with the friends. So, man, this new one, you can cross-play from Xbox to PS4. So, definitely, if you get it, man, you can suck together, Skyler. That works well. Hey. (laughs) I know, man. Pause. My bad, Vic. (laughs) Nah, but... All right. So, that's the real-life football resume. So, let's get into the one that matters the most right now. Dynasty, or just fantasy football resume in general. First question, when did you start playing fantasy? When did you hear about it for the first time, and when did you actually join your first league? 
Yeah, I actually, it uh, started off when I was probably about 10. We would play with um, our family and stuff like that. They did a family league every year. And they always talked about when I was a little bit younger, but I never got into it like the first couple of years. And then they were like, hey, you guys should definitely join. So me and my brother actually did it. And it was just a family league for the first year or two is all I was actually in. And that was probably about 10, 12 years ago. And then a couple of years later, um, a bunch of my friends were like, hey, let's do these leagues. So I did a couple of them with them. And then my cousin actually was the one that actually got me into Dynasty. He was like, hey, I have this new idea we should all do. And it was a bunch of us and our friends. And that's actually our home league. That was, I think, five years ago now. Um, And he Mm -hmm. was just like, hey, let's do this. And from there, it basically spiraled real quickly. I started off creating a Twitter account, basically, just to ask for advice to learn. And within weeks, I was like, oh, I want to join this league. And I started joining more leagues. And then all of a sudden, I went from asking all these questions to starting to do my own research and putting out my own information. And all of a sudden, um, Aaron, I don't want to basically mess up his last name, but Schilling or something, I think it is. Um, he started a website called FF Dynasty 260, and he was just like, hey, you should um, jump on and write for us. And I honestly, at that time, hadn't even considered that idea. And then he, I basically went from there and have expanded a lot over the last couple of years since I've been writing three years now. And recently, I think I've done a lot more like Twitter threads and stuff like that over even writing, to be honest with you. Oh, so man, it's been a different awesome. journey than expected. That's awesome. That's that's some OG shit right there, man. You've been around. Wow. Oh, it, it's just I, funny because, you know, your cousin gets you into some dynasty league. You have no clue what you're doing. And then you end up just succeeding in that one. And you end up being like, yeah, I want to join this one. And it just spirals where you join 10 leagues in the next year and a half. And you're just like, what did I just do with my life? Yeah. That's the feeling. That's what it does. <laughs> And it is, I think I think me and Vic, yeah, I think me and Vic have been trying to preach to those who who aren't into fantasy. Like, hey, once you finally get into it, you're gonna fucking love it, fall in love with it, man. It's, I haven't met too many people that got in fantasy and then just jumped out. They weren't into it. Majority of people are like, man, I got in and couldn't get the fuck out. So that's awesome. Yeah, and yeah, I know most people even. Get into yeah. it and just love the side of basically even our friends and stuff have liked the idea of the dynasty because it's just that competitive edge even when you're in whether or not it's, it's um, always active it's even in the off season you're talking about a trade in March or April and you're just like yeah this is definitely something we can consider and then they're like and it's just something different to bring it to the table instead of from April to November and just talking shit during that time of the year basically yeah and i i definitely hear the passion on your end and of course we share that same passion so that's cool too because you even meet you know different people from all walks of life that you probably wouldn't even have a chance to meet on a you know day-to-day basis so um i definitely have a appreciation for fantasy just from that aspect that's true. yeah that's same true. here it's definitely interesting seeing all of the different minds you meet basically throughout twitter throughout everything basically and even your leagues when you join different leagues and new people you're just like man they all come from different ways they all have different idealisms and they throw them out there and it's just fun interacting in that um, community yeah that's the beauty of sports i know before i ask you the the second question skyler i just want to let you know 
I'm I'm the Trey always trying to move shit type of <laughs> dynasty player. So they're going to love me, man, because I'm all about active leagues and people just always trying to interact, man. And, you know, being involved and staying social, I'm I'm going to be that guy. So, you know, whether I flourish or not, I am going to be a, a asset to any league. They're going to fucking love me. My involvement. It's awesome. <laughs> so that's a side note. But um, I do got a second question. Second question is, how many leagues are you currently in right now? If you can count and keep track. Ballpark. Give me a second. Let me pull up MFL real quick for that part of it. If I that had to guess. Like a lot. If, if, you, if you have to give me the. Hey, wait okay. a second. Let me check real quick. That just means well, well, it's about to be a lot. Oh, okay. I actually. A couple of folds. We had one. I was in that. Ended up folding this offseason. Um, doing to a group of friends. Basically, we're all together left. Stuff like that, and I've joined a couple, so it's been switching around. Um, right now, I am actually in 13 that have, including this Pokemon League, and then I have two others, including the Pokemon League, that are starting this year. And one of them is actually going to be another home league with a bunch of friends, which I'm really excited for because some of the people are even new to Dynasty completely. So, a lot of that, that is they always ask a couple of us questions that are experienced. Hey, what, how, what do you think of this trade offer? Or be honest with me when you go to trade and you always have to be because, you know, they're not ex- experienced. So it's just a whole different idealism trying to bring new people into the community, especially when it's your friends to talk about it with. Yeah. And on, on that front, we, we, of course, with the podcast, you know, we show our hand every week. So, um, you know, that, that's one of the, the, I don't want to say challenges because it's like you're literally giving people your own blueprint. But of course, we want to be transparent because we're just trying to help build a strong community as it relates to, you know, sharpening everyone's skills. But uh, that that's 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 the position we're in as far as from a podcast standpoint. But we definitely enjoy it. I mean, it just makes better competition at the end of the day if, if everybody's getting better. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I 100 percent agree on that one. It's really entertaining when you go and post something about buying low or selling high and I- guy in a league and then all of a sudden 15 minutes later you get three offers between all your leagues for him and stuff like that i it was really yeah, ironic last I like year it. i actually had a couple people one of my favorite was i was talking about hey what if you considered would you consider buying Devontae parker for a third at the time and a lot of people like now nah. i'm like i think i would in some leagues and all of a sudden across all of my leagues everyone started offering me trades involving Devontae parker and i was not gutsy enough because i only oh. accepted a couple of them the rest of them i'm like oh, i can't do that i I think oh I got, God. like, him in, like, four leagues out of it. One of them, someone wanted, like, the 301 and 308, and I was just like, I can't bite the trigger on that one. And I was just like, man, I really, looking back, wish I would have. I was about to say, how do you feel about not believing in your own word? Well, it wasn't that's, that's even that. That's the shitty part it was every like, once in a while. It was just a conversation. Yeah, it was just a conversation on Twitter. Someone was just like, what would you buy him for? And I was like, I would pay a third for him, like, is where I view. I'm like, but I'm iffy on depending a third and stuff like that. And they're like, would you go late second? If I needed a receiver, I think there's a couple leagues I would. And then everyone offered me, like, the 208, the 301 area. And there's some leagues I'm like, for example, there was one I know. I was going into a rebuild, and I had the 211, and I was just, I traded for and I was just like, you know what? Like, I want Parker, basically. I'm like, I can take the risk on that upside at this point. And I ended up turning around and flipping it, like, week seven for 2020. 
And now looking back, I'm just like, man, why did I do that so early in the season? Stuff like that. You just like, <laughs> you never know what's going to happen when you put your own thoughts out there for other people just to communicate with or be like, I see you don't like that player. Why are you trying to get him from me? And stuff? Yeah. My, my motto is live with the outcome. So it just takes all the pressure off. And also, that's the beauty of playing in, in you know, multiple leagues because you can uh, experiment. So like you said, you, you know, you traded them off, but then you also kept some stock, too. So you can just see how it works out on both sides. Oh, most definitely. You don't want to risk it in every league. Yeah. Vic, did you uh, did you brace yourself after I asked him the question how many number of leagues he was in? Because I did. I was I was thinking he was going to say something like 40, and I was about to say, dude, how the hell do you keep up with him? Yeah. I just <laughs> I brace myself. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought he was going to say like 30, something in the 30 range, but I'm actually yeah. around the 7 or 8, but – of course, going into the fall, I'm pretty sure I'll be around that 15, maybe close to 20 range, but but we'll see. Yeah. That's my worry. My worry is I'm going to get 18, and then I'm just going to be like, yeah, a couple more doesn't matter, but I'm trying to stick around the 15 range right now, see how that goes for the rest of the offseason. Yeah, joining the Pokemon League and then the other league I just invited us to. Takes me to 17. But I also just told Vic, there's a couple leagues that, like, I'm playing for free with a bunch of guys that I don't know. I'm just just doing it for the experience of just to keep building a brand name that we have going. But I don't know if I want to stay in those leagues, especially if I'm actually joining some more leagues that's going to take my, my full attention. I hate to drop out of leagues, but, you know, it's some stuff that I feel like I'm not really going to keep on paying attention to if I keep joining some more leagues that I have to give well, so yeah, and so I'm figuring that's it all what out. Some people talk about, and I actually am, I'm very adamant about because I'm a commissioner. A couple is I understand like you don't feel like you're going to be involved. It hurts the league more than it hurts you, or it hurts us to lose you. Basically, if you're not being active, I think it's better at that point just to leave the league. Though. That's I agree with that. my honest opinion on it. At least. Yeah, and it's. Even with the uh, dispersals, it makes it easier to, like, fill those leagues back up. So I've never even heard of the concept until, like, you know, this uh, offseason. So I've actually taken play, you know, taken part in a couple of dispersal leagues. So for those who don't know, dispersal is pretty much where um, if you got two or three teams that left, uh, pretty much all those assets are divvied up. And then three owners come in and draft, you know, whether those players or draft those picks. So that, that makes it easier to fill those teams. True. Oh, you gotta love this first. Yeah. If even when you have a team in that league, sometimes there has been there was one this offseason. I was like, I don't know if this will make my team better, but it is so much fun sometimes just joining in a dispersal, just to take the guys you already liked off your team and then try to get other ones and stuff like that. Even when you're already in the league, it just brings a different aspect to it. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. That's awesome, man. That's a that's a dope resume, man. I like the the fantasy resume is pretty fire. That's that's some years in it. You're clearly a fantasy OG. I don't know if anybody called you that before, but you own that title. That's pretty dope. No, so. some of my friends just like to joke with me about the Dynasty Skyler tag on my Twitter account. Basically, that's the funny part. <laughs> Whenever you talk, I start talking about, oh, here goes Dynasty Skyler. That one always cracks. And now, now, now put the OG behind it. Put some uh, respect on your name now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have? Do you have? Do you have the friends that are like 
yeah, okay, he's a writer. He's clearly experienced. I beat him one week. Oh, let me give him a hard time. You got those friends because we clearly have them. They're kind of annoying, but, you know, it's all right, though. Do you have oh, those? Most definitely, actually. Actually, we have one where me and my best friend, that we started a new Dynasty League last year. And not just last season, the year before. And we actually even had a bet for the first season going on. And the bet was really ballsy on both of our sides, basically. It involved, like, me bleaching my hair if he would have beat me in the standings, him having to get part of his arm sleeve he's going to get for a tattoo, involving a part where I get to choose shit like that that we actually did. I ended up beating him week 12 to win the bet, and he was so mad about it because, like, a week and a half before that, I traded for Adam Thielen, and he was just salty about it. But it, it's really fun and competitive to bring that edge of being able to talk shit or, hey, I beat someone, I beat you, and you're supposed to know what you're doing stuff to it. It's really entertaining. We, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had guys, you know, beat me week three, and we had like literally just launched our podcast that summer. They're like, "Oh, I beat the fantasy guru." I'm like, "Dude, because I have a podcast, that doesn't mean I'm a guru. I just love talking fantasy." But uh, so yeah, man, it's it's fun, it's fun. <laughs> but we definitely hold our weight, so I don't want to get it twisted. As far as you know, we definitely yeah. win our league, so yeah, we get it done. Yeah, that's the that's most fine. important part. What happens week three or what happens by the end of the season? Come on. If I beat uh if I beat Skyler this year, Vic, I'm going straight to Twitter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm going to I, I dare you to. I think I'll be a, there's so many strategies you can bring to this league that are gonna be unique. I don't even know how I'm gonna draft yet, to be honest with you. Me neither. Looking looking over the rules, me and Sam talked for a minute. I was like I don't know what the fuck is going on. I usually like to come up with my strategies in advance and figure out, like, what well, last year I, I wanted to strategically tank in our, our official Dynasty Bros League, and I strategically tanked and evolved my team within a year, got so many different assets. It's like when everybody talked about, why are you tanking? I'm like, I'm not trying to just lose. I was winning games I didn't want to win. I was just building up assets, and now my, team's, my team after a year already looks like it's ready to – contend for the title that Vic actually won in the league that we started to be our our podcast league. So shout out to Vic and shout out to different strategies, man, because I'm definitely going to have to come up with one for the Pokemon League. Yeah, and before we get to the Pokemon League, go ahead, Skyler. There's definitely going to be many of them. I mean, you're talking a 96-team league to start with, with eight different divisions. It's going to be definitely interesting seeing how people do in an auction to start it. All right. So with that, let's let's transition to the Pokemon League. Like you said, it's 96 teams, eight divisions. It's titled Pokemon. I literally had to ask Sam, like, hey, is this like fantasy football or were you playing Pokemon? Because that's why I didn't join the first time. But uh... <laughs> he didn't join. He didn't want to do it the first time, Skyler. And it takes a whole it took like a bro. You know, this is healthy for the conversation because we need to be able to do multiple leagues just to be able to talk about it and, and bring it up. And it's, it's healthy for just our thought of our train of thought as far as dynasty. So, you know, I think this, this league is going yeah. to be awesome for us and everybody else that's in it. That's why we had to bring you on, man. So we can help fill it and we can, we can build it up. You explain it, break it down. So hopefully we can do that by the end of this podcast. So I hope you're ready to break down everything for it. Most definitely. 
And that's one thing I'm going to add to start off, especially when people read the bylaws. They're like, is this really that serious? Bylaws make that a little bit more complex because we use a lot of the names of how and we actually integrate it. Like, for example, like the person that wins your division isn't called your division. It's the gym leader of the region and stuff like that, that I think it's as much as it is Pokemon integrated, it's not as serious as everyone thinks it is, basically. It's just a theme that you could use a lot of ideas behind, and it was fun because it is Pokemon. It is something a lot of us have played when we were children and stuff like that. Okay. Quick question, because you mentioned the you know division uh, winner is called the gym leader. Can you talk to me about like the leveling up? Like, what does that mean? As we, okay. you know, yeah. So basically, yeah. That's, a, that's the one that a lot of people have asked about, basically. So what it is, is you're essentially trying to build, a lot of this is trying to build a dynasty, is how I integrated it. Because essentially what you're trying to do is, leveling up is you're trying to get your Pokemon, basically, is what they say, it, as how it is. All six of them, they'll level 100. Which realistically, you could even, if you take away the Pokemon idealism, we could really do the same kind of league. And, but that whole goal is to go up to the master pot, which is going to be a pretty hefty amount of money in it, basically, for whoever can get to that first. And what leveling up your Pokemon basically is, is basically getting your levels to get to all 600 levels you need, basically, to have that. And there's many different ways to do it. I mean, we integrated a lot of things where basically people can't give up year one, basically. So a lot of it is involved is you're basically your winnings every year. Because your wins are, you have two different ways. is victory points, basically. is how all of our standings are by. So one for being a top 50% scorer and one for winning your, basically, um, match. And so the way I did that was basically, okay, to take how long would it take for someone who builds a dynasty, wins the whole league, basically, to win, um, to make that master pot. And you wanted to keep it at a certain range where they weren't going to get uninterested. So I figured about Six years is what it's going to take for that. And the different ways are, yeah, you win your match or you're a top half scorer that week. And then if you win your region, basically, and become a gym leader, you get a 50-level um, boost for one of your Pokemon, basically, to get to the max. And then the other ways are if you win the whole entire league, you're the top team out of the 96 after the, after the season and stuff like that, your playoffs, you get a hundred. You basically get a max level Pokemon for the start. So basically, you do almost need to win the league. But the other part I added to it was um, when you're doing your draft and rookie draft. And this has a very part that I don't think is going stage enough right now because every single pick you take in each round, depending the round, is a different amount of level. So every rookie pick you take in the first round is four levels, second round is three, third round is two, and fourth round, which is very essential because if you think about a first round pick essentially gives you two top six wins the, the, the following season to replace. So even teams that, that are trying to rebuild still have a chance at this pot the whole time. And it doesn't take away people where people are going to give up after three years because they don't think they have a chance. When realistically, you can rebuild in year four if you win it all, you still have that shot. Did that make sense to you? Do I need to go into a little bit more expansion with this? Uh, I caught some of it. I'll, I'll be honest, I'll probably have to read like the leveling part offline. But one question I do have is 96 teams, eight divisions. So is it, is it a scenario where each division winner makes the playoffs? So essentially that's the they represent the eight team playoff structure or is there still a playoff structure within each individual division? 
So the playoff structure is basically going to be is how we ended up doing it is um, taking and doing a 16-team playoff, and it's going to be week 13, 14, 15, and 16, essentially. And basically what will happen is you will take off the gym leader, and you'll all face off in a tournament. Now, the bylaws, actually, I don't even know if they have them right. Um, let me look real quick. Honestly, a couple, like, right before we started, and we might not even put them in there. So, yeah, basically what it is is we're going to do a 16-team. It'll be the top two teams from each region. I'll do a playoff, basically. So this gives not only your top team who might have had the lucky schedule or whatever, um, that one-year league, your one year region, but also the second place team. Um, I've shot at winning the entire league every year. And I actually That's think fine. we do have that wrong in the playoffs. Okay. See, this is all starting to make a little more sense to me, though. Now, you got any questions or comments so far? Man, um, not really, because me and, me and White Sam kind of talked about it a little bit uh, over the phone, because um, Sam seems like he gets the like majority gist of it. So he broke a lot of stuff down to me to where like what Skyler's talking, Sam kind of already preached some of it to me. Like you got to come up with strategies because you can't like you can't just try to tank year one. I mean, you can, but you year one is important. So like how the approach I took with Dynasty Bros League, I can't do it. Like I have to you got to try to start getting wins ASAP. So you have to you have to build a way to make sense. So I, I, I understand some sorts of how I'm already going to have to do my strategy because I, I get it. But um, almost, yeah, most definitely, though, because that's the one idealism that's really brought into this is the idea of tanking and losing doesn't win you anything in the long run outside of maybe improving your record. But are you going to improve your record by three more wins, getting that extra two picks earlier by losing four more games a year before? Like, and that's something people have to consider is, is it's not really worth almost tanking to the full extent. You still want to be competitive week in, week out. Hope you can still score some levels if you are going to try building a team for the future. And mm-hmm. that's one thing that it actually goes against tanking to every level just because of that factor alone. Where people aren't going to want to go, oh, basically for the draft pick because you do need that idea of, oh, I do need to win games still and stuff like that. Okay. And for the listeners, so this is a auction style league. So basically what an auction is, you basically bid on the players. Um, so Skylar, correct me if I'm wrong, but we have a budget of $1,000 and the minimum bid starts at a dollar. So of course, you know, you can bid from there. Um, can you talk to us a little bit more about like the settings, like the league settings, um, whether it's, you know, is it super flex, number of quarterbacks you can start at one time, stuff like that? Oh, yeah. It, yeah, you're right on the auction style. Basically, it'll be proxy, bid, proxy bidding with 12-hour timer that resets if you're outbid, which can we're considering causing chaos. But I think it'll be a lot of fun as well. And then you'll nominate. I'm pretty sure we set it as a person a day. Sorry, some of these certain rules we were talking about a lot at one point, and I haven't actually went through and double-checked um, a couple of them. But it's either you nominate when you win or you nominate a person a day, basically. But it is actually an 11 starter league with um, it, it is super flex and it is the rest of it is essentially flex spots. You have one wide receiver, one running back, and one tight end. You start, but the rest are all flex. So people can go wide receiver heavy, they can go running back heavy. You never know what people are going to do with this. And, I like that. 
so 0.5 for running backs, PPR for um, wide receivers, and 1.5 for tight ends, which brings a different edge because now it, in my opinion, that personally, I think that evens out the whole playing field the most for tight ends running back. But the question is, how are people going to go between that and how many you can start of whatever position you feel like? See, I like this. It's basically a, it's like your perfect hybrid. You, you get some tight end premium, you get some PPR, you get some super flex, and we also get no kickers in defense. So that's definitely, a, you know, a theme that we're on board with. We definitely, uh, you know, we, we create our leagues to not have defense and kickers. So I like that. Mm-hmm. And everybody's important. Oh, Every position is important in their own right. So, oh, yeah. man. And that's yeah, one th- thing like, I like to do is adding the six-point pass touchdown for the essential season up. Quarterbacks, in my opinion, should be one of your most important things in fantasy. I mean, it is in real life. It's the number one position without question. So adding I that agree. value in fantasy definitely adds a incentive of now with 11 starters, are you going to, which position you're going to go? Are you going to go for depth? Are you going to go for studs and then just fill out your roster? There's going to be so many different, um, but one thing we're doing with this also is we're only going to fill up the 20 roster spots for every team. Basically to save time because it is 96 teams. So this mm-hmm. could take a while for the auction. And by the end of your roster, when you're filling out, people aren't going to really pay that much attention. We felt, so this does bring a different emphasis as well because if only 20 people on each you're talking those 20 guys that usually take in the mid 20 rounds or even the late 19 18 might flip with eight copies of every player to the fab where all of a sudden people are bidding on waivers like crazy to start the league as well to fill out the roster yeah and just a clarity point so given that there are eight divisions that means eight teams will have christian mccaffrey on their team right but of course not within the same division correct it can be within the same division, but yeah, it'll be eight, eight copies of Christian McCaffrey. You can technically, it could end up being eight teams in the same division get Christian McCaffrey per se. I mean, oh, gotcha. I mean obviously, okay. how likely is that with a 96 team? But yeah, we didn't limit how many people per division are basically. We're, it's all 96 are in the same auction. Chaos to me is sometimes really fun. Oh, yeah. This sounds even better now. I know. Oh, my fucking God. I know. Bro, like. This, this sounds like Royal Rumble style, just. <laughs> It does. <laughs> Everybody in the league taking each other. <laughs> Man, a couple oh, yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> just imagine ninety-five different teams could snipe you last minute on an auction pick of the same player that you could end up winning later. You never know. It's definitely something else that's really interesting. And I love the fact that you can have where you're facing the same player in the same league at some point in time and stuff like that. Yeah. It's definitely something I've never dealt with before. It's, it's kind of like Madden, man. Chiefs against the Chiefs, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's cool. Okay, so just Tyler, to kind of you are a madman, just just to say that I like. Yeah, it. I like it too. But uh... <laughs> for the record, I created this idea, but I was just like, I'm not commissioning this. So I actually am not even the commissioner of this league. I got um Alan Bab. He's actually in the league. He's actually the one running the whole thing. I've been helping Phil and stuff like that, but I'm like, you're in charge of the entire commission of this league. I came up with some crazy idea spitballing on a piece of paper for about an hour and a half, but the rest of it is all on you. So he's the one that all has to take care of this. And I don't know how crazy he has to be to consider commissioning a 96-team league. Yeah. So I'm going to be honest. This is uh, my first auction league, but, you know, given the style of league, I mean, I'm willing to take all that on. Um, can you talk to us about the number of 
uh, owners we have currently in the league and roughly the number of spots we're still trying to fill and also touch on who in the industry. Uh, you don't necessarily have to say names if you don't want, but like different sites that they represent um, as far as from an industry standpoint that's in this league. Give me one second to find out. Yeah, that, that was kind I of a loaded question. Well, essentially, the, the the number of teams. I'm pretty. I, I have to look at the group chat. Um, we have 67 members currently. So, with 96, you're still looking for a decent amount of players. With yeah. I mean, you still have at least 29. It might be a little bit more or less. And there have been a couple people that have thought about it and then just in this but then there's a lot of people like this sounds crazy fun like i'm excited for this start and that's one thing that's tough right now is because as soon as you get this filled then all of a sudden we get to the active part of it because in the off season every year everyone has to draft their pokemon and essentially the pokemon draft while it's not that important to the overall thing besides for the fun of the team it brings that activity from the months of february through april that you usually don't have in leagues some leagues start slowing down before the combine and stuff like that this brings that activity back up basically because you are choosing oh i want this pokemon and stuff like that and it does bring some kind of different spectrum to it so we do have about 30 more roster spots uh, 30 more owners to fill sorry not roster spots but um one thing to remind is it is you pay a year in advance and it's 35 dollars a year so it's not too expensive by any means but it's enough that like paying the year advance is to keep sure we're not replacing 15 owners in it season or anything like that yeah so clarity point for the listeners so essentially 70 to start up and then 35 every year uh, we play on mfl which is my um also you would want to have access to the group me app because that's one of the uh, communication channels outside of the my um and uh skyler not sure if you have the list but i know we got some guys who you know write for the dynasty nerds um, that's in this league. I'm not sure if you know, you know, of any other sites, but we definitely got a lot of folks in the industry. So um, for the fans and listeners, this is definitely a chance to get inside of an industry league. Yeah, we oh, got a couple definitely. dynasty bro. Uh, we got a couple dynasty bro uh, analysts um, in this league. Um, and so, you know, that's pretty big. Um, you know, dynasty bro Vic and dynasty bro dot, you know, shout out to those guys. I heard they're awesome. Okay, Skyler, your time. I like that. And Skyler and Dynasty Skyler OGs in there too. <laughs> we added the OG. <laughs> so yeah, no, we actually got a couple of the guys from Dynasty Draft Room who also write for Gridiron Experts and Aaron. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I don't remember who else is in there off the top of my head. But we we do have like someone like John Brower. John, sorry, I messed up his name. John Bauer is in the league. So we do have some competition. And then I know Miles Wallin has written for a couple of the high, uh, website as well. And so we have a lot of guys that have written, have experience with that, have experience in leagues. So it is going to be some fun competition in this with the writers. And if you're writers in this kind of league, it's just some kind of fun edge to it to see, oh, can I beat these guys and stuff like that, to see where you really hold up. Yeah, I like that. So, I mean, that. I don't know who you – Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I just want to say we should reach out to Ron, see if he want to join us. Uh, I think Ron's already in, or maybe he's not. Oh, but yeah, man. well, I don't know. It's it's, it's so many people, <laughs> but yeah, we'll I check. Know. But I do want to say this to our listeners: we certainly don't want to give a bad reference. I mean, I don't ever want to give a bad reference. So if you come in by way of the Dynasty Bros name, like please do, you know, 
represent us to a good standard. Don't don't be sore losers and don't, you know, I don't know. Just just represent the brand. That's all we're asking at the end of the day. Short and sweet. Yeah, definitely respect that. And one thing I'm hoping that people don't do is get frustrated if we do have um if you do get sniped or things like that, because I can see people get in that's where it gets dangerous is with this many people. If you get sniped, people are like, wow, you're that kind of person. Like, but it's an auction league. That's kind of what happens to an extent. I mean, is there's really no courtesy when you're of 96 different teams that can do it that I hope we keep with that standard, but you never know. So we're trying to keep it with that. And overall, even throughout the whole league of try to be respectful to each other and stuff like that. Yeah, well, you want to you want to know what I preach? I preach this to a couple of my leagues, and I don't think a lot of people understand this, but auction is probably the most fair way to actually do a startup of any, if it's rather nice to a redraft, because that gives everybody the same opportunity to go get the guys they want. If literally, because in a in a snake draft you you're literally waiting on draft position but if you want a guy we all have the same opportunity of money to go spend you know there's no certain rounds nobody has draft position if you want a guy spend your money go get him so i think auction is always the most fair i'm, I'm not in a lot of auction leagues i've been in some but to me that's the most fair because we all have the same opportunity to go get the same guys you just outbid if you want a guy that bad you know go put the number that you go, that you want to go get your guy. So I honestly feel auction is the most fair way to do a startup. If, if that's oh, my opinion, most definitely. And and I love the proxy bid style of the auction because you're essentially able to where if someone does want to snipe you, you can bid up ten dollars right before. Oh, there's twenty minutes left. I don't want to lose this at this price range. I'll bid a little bit more just to secure this player and stuff like that. And that does add a fairness to it basically because if you're not willing to pay that much for the guy you have no you i mean that's you lose him because of that where someone else is willing to pay more which yeah. brings a different idea all right quick question you keep saying proxy is that you know is that where the player that's on the bidding block is automatically put up there or or do i get to select who goes up there if it's my turn and also how does the tiebreaker work so proxy is essentially, um, it's basically eBay, eBay style bidding. You'll put your own player on there, but proxy essentially means the fact that you can bid, but it's not going to go to your max bid automatically. So like, let's say the current bid is at 55 and the guy bid up to 60 and you're bidding 75, you'll be winning the bid at 61 and not 75. And as long as people don't outbid you at 75, you'll basically be winning the bid until then. Once you hit that point, yeah, then you lose the bid. But that's essentially what proxy means. And I'm sorry, what was your second question again? Um, how does a tiebreaker work? Meaning, you know, if we're down to the wire, my last player, we both got five bucks. We both put up five. What's, how does a tiebreaker work? Uh, for Fab, I'm pretty sure it's weighted. You have to give me a second. Some of these rules, there was so much involved in this. There's yeah. Like, oh, no, that's fair. That's fair. And so give me just one second. I'm just pulling up the bylaws. Okay. And I know you so just mentioned the proxy. I, it, oh, go ahead. It's, it's basically your, um, it's the first order of, um, it's your fab money. And then it's basically overall winning percentage. It looks like from what I see on here. Okay. And that makes sense. That's, that's kind of standard. So, yeah. Yeah. Man, you guys put in a safety net with the proxy, man. Let those guys blow their budget, man. <laughs> 
Oh, dude, they can still blow their budget because pe- remember, people always love to outbid to, uh, or bid people up in proxy and play that game of there's five minutes left. I can bid three more dollars on guys and stuff like that. It's a dangerous game, but you always see those people only bidding that kind of stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I like but, it, man. I'm excited for the shit to get started up, Vic and Skyler. I swear. Yeah. And it'll too. start noon after the, on the Saturday of the NFL draft. So it'll be an exciting time to start it up as well. You get done with the draft and you're starting your league right away. Yeah, that's so. cool. All right. Well, Skyler, before we get out of here, man, I appreciate all the info. Let us know where we can follow you at. I'm at um, Dynasty Skyler on Twitter. Otherwise, you can sometimes see my work depending on. I usually go on Twitter to be my best recommendation, but on either Dynasty Draft Room or Gridiron Experts would be where you probably would be able to see my work. All right. Shout out to the Gridiron Experts. And yeah, man, be sure to follow Skyler. Um, I, you know, don't put the OG in there. You won't find him just yet. He hasn't added that there. So. We officially gave Skyler a new name, Vic. <laughs> cool. Hey, well, Skyler, we appreciate you coming on, at least explaining this to me, because at first, a couple weeks ago, I thought I had to go get a pack of Pokemon cards, but now I know this is still fancy football, so this definitely helped me out, and I'm sure you helped out our yeah. listeners, too. Happy and I guys thought I had to week. watch a couple episodes. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to have to get on Hulu, watch some old episodes, Vic, watch the hey, YouTube you movie. I've seen that on, on Netflix. Hey, before we get out here, Skyler, what's, uh, what's the top Pokemon card you ever held? What's your greatest card? I don't even remember. It's been so long since I played that game. Um, <laughs> I have to probably go with Pikachu just because that was the original, and getting that one's always the most fun one to own. All right. Well, Pikachu. I, I remember I played in fifth grade. My buddy, actually, Ivo, who's over there with you now, died. He gave me two cards, and throughout the school year in fifth grade, I ended up with a holographic Venusaurus. So I flipped them cards, man. I definitely got some Pokemon skills. I, yeah, I never watched Pokemon, but when they did the Pokemon game, DJ Devin Butler made me download it, and we was walking around the city playing that damn game. I regret those two weeks <laughs> of my life. I didn't know nothing that was going on, but the coolest looking one is a Charizard. I remember that, so hopefully I can be Charizard. Yeah. That's his name. Yeah, and, and and by the way, I actually washed that card. By the way, so that's probably every kid's downfall. They washed their cards that's one Saturday trash. morning. You washed your card. You forgot washed, to take them out. Washed it. Yeah, I forgot they're in my pockets. Goofy. Yeah, damage it. Just destroys it. Yeah. Good job, nice to bro, Vic. Yeah. Lisa wasn't no money. Lisa wasn't a twenty. That twenty would have been. Man, that I felt like a. That felt like a. That felt like a thousand dollar bill at that time. So. But yeah. Damn. All right, man. Well, Skyler, appreciate you coming on. Dot, anything else before we close? Yeah. Hey, let's say something good to the people. Hey, before we leave, we, we usually like to say some good to the people, Skyler. So it's kind of just like giving a good word, you know, positive note with all the this BS going on in the world. We like to make sure that we leave positive for our, our listeners. So what I'll do is I'll take the first uh, positive note and then – I'll pass it to you so you can get the gist of it, and then we'll leave out on Vic's positive note. So my positive note is, hey, everybody take care of yourself. Um, Wash your hands. Uh, Take care of your hygiene. Brush your teeth constantly. Just just everything is too much stuff going around, and clearly I don't want none of it. 
so I can take care of myself, and I hope everybody else take care of themselves. Let's make the world a safer place by washing your hands for 20 seconds at a time. Use real soap. Use sanitizer. Just just take care of your health, and hopefully everybody is taking care of theirs. So that's my good note. And, you know, I don't have to say what's going on. Everybody knows all the stuff is going on. It's not just, you know, Corona. It's flu, too. It's just everything. Just take care of yourself. So that's my say some good to the people because I love you. That's why I said it. So Skylar, do you have any good? You have a good note to leave for the good people? It could be anything. You no, take I'm it anywhere. She's gonna switch mind mind to the football community because you constantly see the negative lately, especially of people saying they're better than each other. And one thing you gotta remember is we're all learning. We're all working the grinding. Whether or not you were wrong on a player a year ago, just keep working to improve. I mean, everyone's been wrong, so don't. Oh, yeah, but I write for this website and you don't or stuff like that to the negative. Just work on it to improve and make sure you do better, basically, for yourself and for all your content you're providing to people more than worry about what you're doing better than other people. Basically, just work to improve yourself would be my biggest thing. I like that because we're all building this community together. So um, first, I'm going to say follow me at Dynasty Bro Vic everywhere. Uh, Where can I follow you at before I get into mine? Follow me at Dynasty Bro. Dot everywhere, even on Twitter. Vic's making. He's he's hoping that I can do better on Twitter, and I'm trying to. So follow me and Dynasty Bros. FF on the Instagram. Hit that up. Yeah. All right. So Dynasty Bro. Vic. Um. Also Dynasty Bros. FF. My my positive word is going to be. You know, don't be afraid to branch out. Um. So this Pokemon League is one example for me. I mean, I shot it down. I had deaf ears to it, but once I learned a little bit more about it and. My guys tapped me on the shoulder, kept pushing it to me. You know, now it's actually sounding like I'm going to have some fun. So don't be afraid to branch out, try new things. Um, so that'll be my positive word. And be sure to subscribe to us, um, Dynasty Bros. FF, on all streaming sites. And appreciate you guys listening in. Yeah, that's how we do it, baby. And shout out to DJ Avo. He's not here today, but follow him at DJ A-V-O-L-X-V-E. Yeah. I, I might have dropped the ball, but... Hey, he should have been here to do it on his own. So that's that's how we do it here. So, man, great episode. Great guest again, Skylar. You're awesome. You're also a madman, and I appreciate that in you. Keep it up. And I can't wait for this, this yeah, league. Hey, yeah, hey, if you want to be involved in this league, Vic, where can they hit us up at? Social media. Um, you can message us directly. Email us, questions at dynastybrosff.com. But, yeah, reach out to us. We're trying to fill this league ASAP. Yeah, hopefully we get 29 more people join in and um, fill this up and we can get this shit rocking. Pokemon League, baby. I'm a Charizard. Fire you motherfuckers to death. I think he got fired. I don't remember, to be honest. It's yeah, It's been a while. <laughs> Might not be fire. It's, oh man, I'm, I'm done. I shouldn't have tried to jump the gun. Uh, so, hey, Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank everybody for listening. Uh, Vic, you send us out. Yeah, we're just going to end on that awkward note. We out. Yeah.